You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Campus Beat. We are in studio, well, I'm in studio and talking with Beth Blackett from the uh, Student Wellness Services here at Queen's University via telephone. Hello, Beth. How are you today? Hi, I'm good, thanks. So uh, how are things keeping with you during uh, this very strange, quiet time on campus? Yeah, they're good. It's um, it's a bit odd to not uh, have been on campus for a number of weeks now. Um, I've spent a long time kind of working on campus, so it's uh, a bit different to have it so quiet. But things, I guess, like for me are, are quite busy at, uh, at home working remotely, so it doesn't seem quiet, I guess, and in some ways. Indeed, indeed. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you actually do at, uh, with Student Wellness Services here at Queen's University? Sure. So I actually came to Queen's um, as a graduate student in the School of Kinesiology and Health Studies. And then once I graduated, um, I eventually got a job doing health promotion work uh, with Student Wellness Services, which at the time was known as Health Counseling and Disability Services. Mm-hmm. Um, and health promotion is sort of one team within um, a large group of, of staff that work within SWS. And um, health promotion is probably one of the teams that is maybe a little bit less known because we do a lot of stuff um, kind of more outreach-related or work with a lot of student volunteers and student staff. So our uh, our team is made up of a few professional staff, um, some student staff, and a ton of volunteers that uh, essentially all work to foster some uh, knowledge and skills and but also look at some of the policy and environmental supports that help students engage in sort of safer and healthier lifestyles. Wonderful, wonderful. So can you tell us a little bit more about student wellness services itself and the kinds of services that are offered there for students at Queen's? Sure. So uh, student wellness um, really does work to provide uh, a welcoming and confidential uh, as well as an integrated service that uh, is responsive to kind of the student health and wellness and accessibility needs. So I mentioned before that we have a ton of staff. So Our team of physicians, nurses, um, occupational therapists, and counselors provide medical as well as mental health care. And then we have our accessibility staff from uh, what's maybe known more as QSAS or Queen Student Accessibility Service. And they provide some really great accommodations and supports for students who have a disability so um, a lot of times students sort of maybe just see student wellness as being where you go to have a one-on-one appointment, but we actually do offer quite a bit more than that. So um, we have a, a number of wellness groups that um, we started a couple of years ago that have really taken off uh, over the last couple of years. We also do a lot of trainings for kind of staff, students, and faculty um, that help them support uh, each other as well as their own kind of like personal wellness. Indeed. Yeah. Um, And then this is an interesting time for student wellness because we obviously do a lot of outreach, but also see see a lot of students in person. So um, right now student wellness center uh, in Mitchell Hall is still open for some in-personal appointments, but we're doing a lot of appointments remotely right now. 
um, to sort of meet the needs of students during this unique time. Okay. All right. So one of the interesting periods that we're in right now with uh, many students uh, studying at home, but exams are also now underway here at Queen's as well as other universities around the province and country. Uh, So it must be a very interesting time for students and perhaps a little, maybe on the stressful side of things, maybe even a little bit more so now that uh, access to campus resources is a little bit more limited. I'm wondering if you can talk about some of the challenges and obstacles that students may be facing uh, in terms of staying well during examination preparation, but also um, uh, just uh, making sure that they're staying well in these uh, unusual times uh, under COVID. Yeah, so you, you alluded to it really well in the sense that exams are usually very stressful um, for students. So we often see sort of a, a bit of an increase in demand for services within student wellness mm-hmm. um, at this time of year. And so um, the COVID-19 situation is just adding to that. So a lot of students had to move out early um, and then finish their courses online. And um Obviously, the online exam process might also present some unique challenges since it's maybe new for both students and then the faculty members who had to sort of scramble to adjust their courses and move everything online and work potentially with different technologies that they're not used to working with. Um, And then on top of that, you know, with exam stress and all that, students might just be worrying about getting sick themselves or someone they know getting or being sick already. Um, And so I think uh, that and, you know, the situation that we're in is is totally unique. We haven't really experienced this before as a society. And so when there's so many unknowns um, and things outside of our control, it often sort of adds to just that worry or feelings of of stress and anxiety. So um, I would say those are some definitely some unique challenges, but um, I've been really thoroughly impressed with uh, how quickly um, a lot of different resources have shifted to make sure that they're still accommodating people who do need um, services and resources accessible to them in whatever way is possible. Okay. And now, while we talked a little bit about some of the particularly unique challenges um, that um, the examination period may be presenting to uh, students at Queen's uh, during uh, lockdown, if you will, what are some of the impacts uh, that students students didn't encounter or or experience, if you will, uh, because of exam stress in normal times? So what usually happens with them when it's just regular exam period? Yes. Um, Yeah, I'd say, you know, when um, when grades are really important to you, which uh, I'd say for the majority of students, that is a really important thing for them. Um, There's a lot of stress that maybe you place on yourself or you have really high expectations. Um, And then trying to manage multiple courses is always a bit challenging, right? So carving out the appropriate amount of time and maybe your exams are close together um, or your assignments are are big and weighted heavily. And so I think that often causes um, a lot of of stress. Um, And we see, unfortunately, kind of our, our wellness or health habits kind of get lower and lower on our priority list. So in other words, um, because we need to have an exam maybe tomorrow morning, we might sacrifice sleep um, or maybe just not eat really good food because we don't have the time to really sit down and, and prep, prepare a meal or eat a meal. Um, and so, or 
again, maybe not like going outside and getting any fresh air or, or being able to sort of move your body in any way that um, ironically can help reduce stress in really great ways. So um, that's usually what we see anyways. And then just everything else now is just sort of compounded on top of it. Indeed. All right. So now with these ideas of uh, the impacts uh, that stress uh, can and anxiety can have on uh, student wellness in normal times during the exam preparation and study period, compounded now with uh, uh, coronavirus prevention measures now in place, uh, what COVID prevention measures are in place at Queen's and elsewhere uh, that are um, perhaps helping students meet these new challenges? Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, we saw a really uh, great effort um, for a lot of like student services and academic support um, shifts so that they could still support students. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, uh, as I mentioned, a lot of uh, wellness appointments for student wellness have moved remotely. So in other words, um, students can definitely still uh, speak with the counselor, but it's now done um, through a remote platform um, or they can sort of get accommodations. And we've seen some great things being available to students uh, that way, too, because they may need different um, levels of accommodation. So they don't maybe need the same documentation they would normally, or you see a lot of professors or teaching adjuncts really being as accommodating as possible. So try to remove a lot of the stressors around sort of like hard deadlines or, um, you know, understanding that if they get sick or someone in their family gets sick, they need to be able to take care of themselves first and foremost. So um, we've seen a lot of great work that way or moving to a a pass-fail. If students pass the course, they have that option once their final grades are posted. Um, So that's again, meant to sort of take some of the pressure off um, this unique situation. And then we've seen a lot of other departments um, within student affairs or student services also try to do what they can to to support students. So, for example, Student Academic Success Services, they also do remote appointments. So if students are looking to have some help, you know, figuring out how do they study for online exams that are maybe different for them or create a bit of a study schedule because now working, studying remotely is just that much more challenging. Um, and so lots of great work being being done to support students during this unique exam period. Okay, fantastic. And this is a nice segue then. I'd like to learn a little bit more perhaps about the uh, resources, both uh, online and if possible, still in person, uh, mm-hmm. resources that students on or off campus can be able to access. So let's start with students that may still be on campus. Are there services still available or resources for them to help them prepare for exams, but also stay well during exams that they can access still on campus? Yeah, so there definitely are still a few essential services on campus. So, for example, uh, student wellness is considered like an essential service. Um, And so if someone is in crisis or needs more urgent counseling, um, they can come into Mitchell Hall and see um, a crisis counselor. Uh, And there are some nursing and physician appointments that um, can be done that way after an initial phone conversation if that sort of in-person is needed. Okay. Okay. 
So Bannery Dining Hall is also open for students. Um, obviously, if you're on campus and, and need food, that's sort of an essential uh, service as well. Um, the great thing about that is if students are in a position where they're food insecure, they don't have enough money um, to buy food, um, there's a great program run by hospitality services called Swipe It Forward. And so they really are working hard to make sure that no student um, feels like they, they have to go hungry if they don't have the, the financial means to buy food. That's great to hear. Yeah, and then um, a lot of other departments within student affairs, uh, like I said, are doing remote appointments or programs online. So um, I mentioned student academic success services. Right now we know that um, summer jobs or future careers are, are a big source of stress. They normally are anyways, but um, even more so now because a lot of summer jobs um, just by the nature of them, maybe they couldn't continue to employ students this summer, um, or maybe students are sort of graduating, and now there's not a lot of opportunities in the workforce, so Career Services is doing some great workshops remotely. Um, I have to do summer job searches during this uh, unique period, or maybe prepare, how do you prepare for a remote interview if, if places are still offering um, different jobs, and then uh our athletics and rec department, for example, knows um, how valuable it is to still be physically active, even though, again, gyms are all closed down. And so they've been posting some great live workouts um, on Fridays at noon to help students stay physically active with minimal or no equipment whatsoever. Um, and then uh, we know how important social connection is, too, during this time, even though we might have to physically kind of be separated from the people that we uh, really enjoy being around. Um, and so we've seen some great programming coming out of our student experience office or office of faith and spiritual life that um, helps students stay, stay socially connected. That's fantastic. Uh, all of these are great resources and, again, can uh, be accessed through uh, the Student Wellness Services website. Uh, there are a number of different uh, items to be found on there, and people can just uh, navigate and click away and find some uh, resources depending on whether they're looking for food or mental health or and wellness, exam preparation, and more, right? For sure, for sure. I mean, um, any student that's out living, uh, maybe not in Kingston right now, can also access a lot of those programs or remote appointments. Um, there's also some, some great mental health uh, resources as well. So Queens in September um, gave all undergraduate and graduate students access to something called Empower Me, which is sort of a 24-7 resource that allows students to connect with qualified counselors or consultants or life coaches for a variety of issues. So it could be related to, you know, I'm really anxious about exams or I'm anxious about this unknown COVID-19 situation. Um, and so that's been a really great um, resource on top of the typical ones that we, we know are around for post-secondary students like Good to Talk or um, Big White Wall is another great online mental health um community that's sort of monitored by trained wall guides and it's sort of a great way to to build some skills or just have a creative community that um that helps support you maybe when you're just finding things a little bit more challenging great and there's also the crisis text line as well for folks that are in crisis yes absolutely so um there's a crisis text line kind of supported through Kids Help Phone, and so that's been a really great, um, great resource. So students would basically just need to text 
um, good to talk with the number two to six eight six eight six eight, and they can uh, text with uh, again a, a trained professional that way. Okay, great. And now for students who have uh, returned home, wherever that might be, um, to what online resources might they able to be uh, might be might they find on the uh, Student Wellness Services website uh, specific to preparing for examinations? Yeah, so um, we tried to to make sure that um, our main page sort of links to a lot of great other um, resources that are really credible. So, for example, um, usually like academic support is what's really on the forefront of everyone's mind right now. So Student Academic Success Services would be kind of the, the main one uh, promoted that way. Um, and just really like any other things, like for example, um, our counseling team put together um, a great course through Therapy Assistance Online, which is something new again this year that any Queen student can access. And so students can work away at their own pace on different modules that can help kind of lower their exam uh, stress or anxiety. And it's all kind of coming from a, an evidence-based um kind of platform um, with really good tangible things that help students develop skills and strategies uh, to cope with things. Okay, great. And now do you have any words of advice or final comments for students who are currently writing and still preparing for their exams? Yeah, um, I find people are just like giving so much advice these days, but um, I, I would say uh, it's good to sort of you know, check the news and, and if social media is, is good for you, that's great. I would say try to avoid looking at the news or social media right before bed. Um, it usually tends to interfere with our, our quality of sleep as well as sort of our amount of sleep. And um, for anyone that's been sleep deprived, you know how much of an impact that can have on your, your well-being. And so I would say um, making sure to prioritize getting good quality sleep is really important right now. And as we mentioned before, this exam period is like unlike any other. So I suggest that students practice as much self-compassion as they can. So be kind to yourself, reach out to uh, others who really do want to help. Um, I, I've been working on campus for a number of years and um, there's just so many staff and faculty who really do want to support students, especially during um, this, this time. I've seen people sort of band together to offer whatever support that they they can and um i'd say like the last piece would be just even though we're practicing sort of physical distancing um being socially connected is still really critical and so one of the things i've really enjoyed seeing kind of through the news or different social channels is um just how creative people have been at staying physically or socially connected um during this challenging time so i've seen people for example, like sing happy birthday um, outside someone's home because they wanted to make sure that they still knew that they were loved and wanted to celebrate them or um, people doing like your grad um, trivia. To, um, oh, have you played school. it? I have. I tried it, yeah, with some friends last week. And um, I think that's, again, another great way to just offer people a chance to, to be socially connected mm -hmm. um, during this. 
Indeed, and where there are opportunities to uh, make connections with folks, whether it's via telephone or or over the internet and the many various platforms, Facebook Messenger even, just being able to chat with somebody uh, from your couch to their couch is kind of a nice thing to do. And yeah, um, and you don't need a special occasion to do that. You can just uh, just make a date and yeah, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, people have been on the receiving end where a friend was just like, I thought about you today and just wanted to check in. Like those mean so much to people, right? When we often sometimes feel like we're even more isolated now than what we <laughs> usually are. So Right. We um, often find that we're siloing ourselves into, you know, our particular tasks in, in, in this conversation. Students very siloed in, uh, in their studies and often it's by subject. Okay, I'm doing this one now and then now I'm just shifting my focus only to this thing. Maybe I'll eat some ramyun in between, but you know, try to eat better than ramen, but <laughs> hopefully go to Banri and you can get some better food. Yeah. Uh, indeed, but uh, definitely making those connections with folks uh, through um, the online platforms or by telephone that are in fact available too. Um, before we before we end our segment with you today, Beth, I wonder too if you can direct us to where we can actually find uh, health promotion and student wellness services online. Online, yeah. yeah. So um, we're just uh, on the main Queen's page, so queensu.ca uh, slash student wellness, and you'll find um, that our main page is we've been trying to keep it as, as current and up-to-date with all the changes that have been happening um, to make sure that students do get access to the resources that are the right fit for them at the time. Wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing, and thank you very much for chatting with us today all about health promotion and keeping well during uh, exam peri- uh, the exam period for students at Queen's and keeping well in general, too, especially in this uh, very unusual time of everyone's lives. We really do appreciate it, Beth. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, no problem. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.